Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Wednesday, everyone. We are talking about peace, how we can live a life of peace, a life free from contention and conflict, as well as having an inner peace inside of us, that things do not bother us, that we're able to keep an even keel through life. God wants us to live a peaceful life. Now we are seeing that he is the Prince of Peace. He is the only way that we can have peace. We actually make it. We make it by following the recipe he laid down when he made peace between God and man. We are looking at the ingredients. Jesus lived these out in his own life and we need to live them out if we are going to be children of God, peacemakers. The fourth ingredient we're talking about right now and that is how do we handle material loss? Whenever we have a financial setback, we can have fear come in. We can lose our peace. So how do we overcome that? We have seen that the answer is to realize that God, not money, is the source of our security. Peter found out that this was the case in Matthew chapter 17. Some of the temple authorities had come to Peter and said, Doesn't your teacher pay taxes? The taxes are due. Now when Peter comes to Jesus with all of this, Jesus tells him something unique to do. He says, go down to the sea, cast in a hook, and catch a fish. And he says, and when you open its mouth, you're going to find money there. Take it and go and pay the tax. Now, this is a great illustration of showing this principle. You see, if we're living in this world, we need to have money. I mean, that is the currency of exchange in this world. And if you only see this world then money is going to be your God. It's going to be your source of security because that is what you will need in order to live in this world. But when you see there's something beyond this world and when we become citizens of a country beyond this world, then it has a different currency. Just like different countries have different currencies, we have the dollar and other countries have francs and pounds and liras and pesos. Every country has a different currency. So the kingdom of God has a different currency as well. And God is quite able to exchange spiritual currency for natural currency. And he loves to do it in unique ways, just like this. Peter goes, catches a fish, finds money in its mouth, and pays the taxes. You see, Jesus gave Peter a spiritual word. And when Peter acted upon it in faith, it exchanged that spiritual word into hard cash. And he actually went the taxes. Do you see this? That when we have faith in God and obey his word, he's quite capable of taking that spiritual currency and exchanging it into natural currency so we can meet our natural needs. That's why Jesus tells us to pray. Father, give us this day our daily bread. When we pray in faith, God is quite able in whatever means he wants to deliver it to us the natural money that we need to pay our bills and live. You see, it's not that God doesn't want us to be concerned about our natural needs. He just wants us to keep our priorities right. He wants us to maintain the right perspective, knowing that He is God 
and he is our source. They came to Jesus at another time in Matthew 22, and they asked him, is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? And Jesus knew they were just testing him, and he said to them, bring me the tax money. And so they brought him a denarius, and he said to them, whose image and inscription is this? They said to him, Caesar's. And he answered, render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. Again, this is an interesting portion of scripture. Jesus recognizes that when we are in this world, we're subject to the taxes of this world. We have to live within the system, the economic system of this world. And money is the medium of exchange. But but he teaches them in this and says, look at this coin. Whose image is on it? They said, well, Caesar's image is upon it. And he said, whose name is written on the bottom? They said, well, it's Caesar's name. So he says, give to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and render unto God the things that are God's. Now, this is where you have to make the distinction. Yes, I need to have coins. And when I have a coin, and in our case, it's the image of Queen Elizabeth that's upon it, and her name is written there. And she is our sovereign, our queen. But that is limited to this earth. But if we put our faith and trust in Christ, we become citizens of the kingdom of God. And there is a currency within his kingdom. And that currency is faith and trust and belief in God. And so even as we're living in this nation, we can draw on Christ's spiritual riches because we have faith and confidence in him. We realize, as I said yesterday, that everything we have comes from him, that we are just stewards of the things that we possess. We need to realize that the real currency that we move in has the image of Christ on it. We do things in his name. And as you move in that realm, he is quite able to able to exchange that currency into natural money to meet our needs. So when we're going through this life, we don't have to be worried whether our income goes up or down or whether we have a natural financial setback in some way. That might fluctuate up and down. But we realize my riches are in heaven and that's secure and my treasure is there. That's why the Bible says, No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Now, mammon, of course, is money. Now, the Pharisees, who were lovers of money, also heard these things, and they derided him. You see, if you love this world, and all you see is this world, even though you may be religious, as these Pharisees were in their day, They loved money, so they rejected Christ. They rejected his authority. They rejected his image and his name, as it were. They didn't see spiritual things. They were just looking for money. In fact, they even bribed Judas with money to betray Christ. It says in Mark 14, 11, they promised to give him money, so he sought how he might conveniently betray him. Now, we look at Judas and say, oh, terrible, I can't believe that he would betray the Lord for 30 pieces of silver. And yet, if we could see our lives from a spiritual perspective, perhaps we are denying the Lord in our life by our clinging to money, our trust in money, that it's going to secure our future, our efforts and energy that we expend, that that overrides our love for God and our commitment to him. Is it possible that we can be betraying the Lord today because we are serving mammon, we're not serving God? 
These are important principles for us to understand. Not only does it affect our peace, but it really shows who we're serving, who we're looking to to govern our life. And I tell you, many people are governed by money, by the love of money, rather than the love of God. Matthew 21 tells us about Jesus going into the temple of God and he drives out all those who bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. And he said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you've made it a den of thieves. Now again, we are familiar with this story of these money changers in the temple who would charge exorbitant rates of exchange. People would come from all over the world. They'd come to Jerusalem. They would exchange their money here in the temple so that they could buy a dove or a lamb or some animal for sacrifice. And these money changers were getting rich by charging these absorbent fees. And the people that were sincerely coming to give worship to God through their sacrifice, it was being polluted and corrupted by these men in the temple who Jesus says, you're thieves, you're robbing God's people. Why? Because their minds were not on what was happening here to facilitate people that were coming in to worship God. No, they were just wanting to get rich in the process. I tell you, this comes into every aspect of our life. Jesus wants to clean up the temple. He wants to start in the temple of our own life. He wants to overturn in us the very attitude of these money changers. God wants to turn the tables, as it were, where we have a much greater commitment to him, a much greater desire to serve him than we would to have money. There are so many portions of scripture here that speak to this issue. It says in Mark 12 and verse 41, Now Jesus sat opposite the treasury and saw how the people put money into the treasury, and many who were rich put in much. You know that Jesus is sitting opposite the treasury, and he's watching what you do with your money. You think, oh no, that, that's not a spiritual thing. God doesn't care what I do with my money. He's just looking at how I pray and the good deeds that I do. No, Scripture says here that Jesus sat opposite the treasure. It was almost like he deliberately sat down and and it says, and he saw how the people put money in. And when the poor widow came and just put in two mites, he drew the attention of the disciples to this. And he says to them in verse 43, Assuredly, I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all those who have given to the treasury. For they all put in out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, put in all that she had, her whole livelihood. Why did Jesus take note of this? Because, you see, we can give to the work of the Lord, we can give to the treasury in the temple out of our abundance. In other words, we see how much money we have in our bank account, and we say, you know what, I've got some extra this week, so I can put some money in. And we give out of our abundance. But our heart might still be trusting in our money, even though we're giving, and giving large amounts. Because we're not trusting God, we're trusting the money that we have to be our security. And when we think we have more than enough, well then out of our abundance, we'll give some to God. But this widow lady came, and she doesn't have an abundance. 
She's giving the very money that she's going to need for her livelihood, but she gives it in faith to God, and Jesus watching says she has given more than all the rest. Now, the Bible doesn't go on to tell us what happened after this, but I have to believe she was richly blessed in return. Because the Bible says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. And with the same measure you give, it shall come back to you again. And I believe there is just no way to outgive God. When you give with the right attitude, realizing that He's my God, I'm serving Him, He's my source. Yes, I know I only have so much money on earth, but that's not the totality of it. God is quite able to exchange some spiritual currency and put it into natural wealth into my hand. And so I am not going to be limited by the money that I have. I'm going to give according to the prompting of God in my heart. And when we do that, we're going to see the windows of heaven opened upon us that we would receive a blessing that it says we're not even able to contain it. And I've seen that happen in my own life many times. God has richly blessed me back so much in times after I've given sacrificially that I'm almost embarrassed. I almost feel like I have to go around and apologize to people and say, you know what, this isn't mine. It's just that this is the blessing of the Lord. He's just abundantly given into my hand much more than what I ever could have just attained on my own. Well, this is an important principle. It all relates to this area of peace. Well, I see our time is gone again for today. We'll continue this tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children and youth and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.